The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's an Autumn Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, October 25th, 2022, Tuesday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Alfred the Great, born in 848, the fifth son of the Wessex King. During a journey to Rome in 853, he was accepted as a godson by Pope Leo IV. He seemed destined for a career in the church. Instead, he became king, and he was forced to spend most of his reign in conflict with the Danes, who were then threatening England. His work as a patron of the arts, literature, and especially the church made him a beloved figure in England. St. Alfred the Great died in 899. St. Alfred, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day, according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the gospel. May the church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today in the Gospel, you, Jesus, compare the kingdom of heaven with the mustard seed that someone sows in the garden. And you also say that the kingdom of God is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. How interesting, Jesus, that the mustard seed to sprout needs to be buried in the soil. And for the fermentation, the yeast needs to be mixed with the dough. Seeds and yeast can be preserved for centuries if you keep them dry. In 2018, they successfully used yeast from 220-year-old beer bottles found on a shipwreck. So yes, there it was, the yeast, peacefully on holiday, <laughs> waiting to centuries at the bottom of the sea. And once you mixed it with water and sugars, it ferments everything. But I guess that 
if you could ask the yeast in an interview, well, I know the yeast has no brains, but to appear on TV nowadays, it doesn't look like it is necessary anyways. <laughs> if you asked the yeast, it would probably say that it was quite nice to rest, stored in a bottle. It could say that mixed with the dough, everything is claustrophobic, and that alcohol makes its life difficult, because it kills microorganisms. It's not comfortable to be stored in a bottle, but it is useless. And the kingdom of heaven is the same. Your disciples can be stored away. I, Jesus, can be very comfortable in my place, surrounded by my friends, protected in my home, my Christian community, reading our newsletters and interacting with people who believe what I believe. Why take risks? If I mix with the world, I might get in trouble. When do I get temptations against the virtue of holy purity? Out there, in the streets. When I go out and there is someone running in leggings, tighter than Robin Hood's bow. <laughs> or when I surf the net to check the weather, the news or to buy a pencil online. When do you lose your patience? Out there, stuck in traffic, on public transport, when the annoying people get loose. <laughs> And temptations against temperance? Well, when you go out with friends. Yes, you take risks when you step out into the world. Stay safe. Lock yourself up at home and don't talk to strangers. But if the disciples of Christ aren't there, in the world, they ferment nothing. Let me explain the point with an evangelical example. St. Peter. I guess St. Peter is a bit tired that everyone throws his mistakes back at him. Everywhere in the Gospels, it looks like he did everything wrong. He didn't understand parables, like the sower one or when you, Jesus, spoke about the living of the Pharisees. He spoke nonsense sometimes, by proposing three tens in the middle of the most amazing apparition of the glory of God, or when he tried to dissuade you, Jesus, from washing his feet, and he also annoyed you when he tried to convince you to escape from the cross. He asked you to help him walk on the water, and when he does, he starts drowning. He falls asleep during your agony in the garden, and of course, his greatest hit, the one everyone reminds him about, he denied you Jesus three times. Okay, everyone knows that, right? And yet, here's my point. He could deny you Jesus, because he was there. You see, James and Andrew and Matthew and Bartholomew didn't deny you, not three times, not even one time because they weren't there. They were hiding. Peter had the courage to follow you, Jesus, and got exposed and failed. But because he followed you. Yes, it would have been great if he had not denied you, like John. But wait, nobody challenged John. They recognized Peter, 
because he was at your side always. So this is my defense statement for Peter. He denied you because he was there. He failed. But the others failed more because they were hiding. The yeast is safe in the bottle. And when it mixes with the dough, it runs risks. But otherwise, it cannot transform anything. Your disciples, Jesus, we who are in the middle of the world, in the thick of the battle, we risk more. Like soldiers on the front line, they are the ones that get shot at, the ones that have to dodge the shells and get wounded and muddy and bloody. Who can be surprised that soldiers may need to go to the infirmary? And let me pray with you, St. Peter, now, for talking to the saints is also prayer. You are an inspiration to me. You are encouragement and an example to me that you followed the Master while the others were hiding. That by being in the mess, you fell. That by risking your life to follow Jesus, you messed up. When not risking following Jesus was already a mess up. Because in the midst of this world that surrounds us, any Christian with so much pressure put his foot in his mouth from time to time? So what? You, Jesus, count on that. I have to go out and look for the sheep. And if the sheep have wandered into the thorns, cliffs and ditches, I will sometimes get scratches and blood and mud on my hands. But you, Jesus, want me there, in the middle of this world, mixed with the dough, fermenting it from within. And if I make a mistake, well, I got to confession and that's it. To take refuge and not to go out to change the world is already a mistake. We priests are in the confessional to help Christians get their foot out of their mouths when engaged in the world skirmishes, they take a blow. But you, Jesus, know that if I come sweaty and bleeding and dirty and with my clothes in tatters, it's because I have gone out to save your sheep. I have not hidden or shut myself up at home. You, Jesus, send us to the front. And you are not surprised that we have to pass through the infirmary when we are bravely on the front line of battle. A fisherman gets wet, a shepherd gets dirty, and the soldier was sometimes bleeds. You, Jesus, never lost confidence in Peter, despite all his blunders. You made him the prince of the apostles because he was not afraid to risk his life by getting into the mess. Thank you, my Immaculate Mother, because after 12 years of priesthood, I'm still moved when my brothers and sisters come to confession with courage and humility and show their wounds, wounds 
that they suffer when, when they are in the thick of the battle, on the front line of the skirmish. And to you who pray with me, thank you as well, because going out in search of the lost sheep, you have suffered scratches, blows and falls, or perhaps you have been attacked by a wolf in the forest. But without fear, you are there, in the midst of the world, without giving up. Because like yeast, that's the place where we need you, where God needs you, transforming the world from its vowels. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, Saint Peter, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Tuesday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God.
Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil. For they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish, the patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows, They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall. For the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old. But I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. 
all the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever, for the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil, learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man, mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store, but sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the Book of Wisdom The souls of the just are in the hand of God, and no torment shall touch them. They seemed, in the view of the foolish, to be dead, and their passing away was thought an affliction, and their going forth from us utter destruction. But they are in peace. For if before men, indeed, they be punished, yet is their hope full of immortality. Chastised a little, they shall be greatly blessed. 
because God tried them and found them worthy of himself. As gold in the furnace, he proved them, and as sacrificial offerings, he took them to himself. In the time of their visitation, they shall shine, and shall dart about as sparks through stubble. They shall judge nations and rule over peoples, and the Lord shall be their king forever. Those who trust in him shall understand truth, and the faithful shall abide with him in love, because grace and mercy are with his holy ones, and his care is with his elect. But the wicked shall receive a punishment to match their thoughts, since they neglected justice and forsook the Lord. For he who despises wisdom and instruction is doomed. Vain is their hope, fruitless are their labors, and worthless are their works. Their wives are foolish and their children wicked. Accursed is their brood. Yes, blessed is she who, childless and undefiled, knew not transgression of the marriage bed. She shall bear fruit at the visitation of souls. So also the eunuch, whose hand wrought no misdeed, who held no wicked thoughts against the Lord. For he shall be given fidelity's choice reward and a more gratifying heritage in the Lord's temple. For the fruit of noble struggles is a glorious one, and unfailing is the root of understanding. But the children of adulterers will remain without issue, and the progeny of an unlawful bed will disappear. For should they attain long life, they will be held in no esteem, and dishonored will their old age be at last. While, should they die abruptly, they have no hope, nor comfort in the day of scrutiny, for, di- for dire is the end of the wicked generation. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. The Lord tested His chosen ones, like gold tested by fire. He has received them as a sacrificial offering at the time of his visitation, men shall see. For grace and mercy shall be given to his chosen ones. Those who trust in him shall understand truth, and the faithful shall live with him in love. For grace and mercy shall be given to his chosen ones. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement, Pope. Consider, beloved, how the Lord keeps reminding us of the resurrection that is to come, of which he has made the Lord Jesus Christ the firstfruits by raising him from the dead. Let us look, beloved, at the resurrection that occurs at its appointed time. Day and night show us a resurrection. The night lies in sleep. Day rises again. The day departs. Night takes its place. Let us think about the harvest. How does the sowing take place, and in what manner? The sower goes out and casts each seed onto the ground. Dry and bare, they fall into the earth and decay. Then the greatness of the Lord's providence raises them up again from decay, and out of one many are produced and yield fruit. In this hope, then, let our hearts be bound fast to him who is faithful in his promises and just in his judgments. He forbade us to tell lies. Still less will he himself tell a lie. Nothing is impossible for God except to tell a lie. 
Then let our faith in Him be awakened. Let us reflect that everything is close to Him. By the word of His power, He established all things, and by His word, He can reduce them to ruin. Who shall say to Him, What have you done? Who shall stand up against the power of His might? He will accomplish everything when He wills and as He wills, and nothing that He has decreed shall pass away. All things stand in His presence, and nothing lies hidden from His counsel. If the heavens tell forth the glory of God, the firmament reveals the work of His hands. Day speaks to day, and night shares knowledge with night. There are no words, no speeches, and their voices are not heard. Since all things lie open to His eyes and ears, let us hold Him in awe and rid ourselves of impure desires to do works of evil, so that we may be protected by His mercy from the judgment that is to come. Which of us can escape His mighty hand? What world will give asylum to one who deserts Him? Where will I go? Where will I hide from His face? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go to the limits of the earth, your right hand is there. If I lie down in the deep, your spirit is there. Where then can one go? Where can one escape to from the presence of Him whose hands embrace the universe? Let us then approach Him in holiness of soul, raising up to Him hands pure and undefiled out of love for our good and merciful Father, who made us a chosen portion for Himself. O Lord, ruler of all creation, the whole universe is subject to your authority, and no one can oppose your will. Free us for the sake of your love. You fashioned the heavens and the earth and every wonderful thing under heaven. Free us for the sake of your love. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, increase our faith, hope, and charity, and make us love what you command so that we may merit what you promise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's Gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God in Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the kingdom of God is so far beyond our comprehension that to help us understand it, the Lord uses similes. It's from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his garden. And it grew and became a tree. And the birds of the air made nests in its branches. To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, till it was all leavened. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We sometimes have a pretty limited, narrow view of what divine filiation is. 
it isn't just something about us. It should be everything that we are. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Divine filiation is not simply one part of being a Christian among others. In a certain sense, it relates to every aspect of our life of faith. Divine filiation is not, strictly speaking, a virtue with its own attributes. It is rather the frame of mind which exists in a baptized person who is serious about his vocation. The piety which is born of divine filiation is a profound attitude of the soul which eventually permeates one's entire existence. It is there in every thought, every desire, every affection. We can come to understand that God has given us his gifts so that we might become his sons, imitators of the Son to the extent of being altar Christus, ipse Christus. We have to become more and more like Christ. Our life should be a reflection of his life. Divine filiation should be a frequent theme in our prayer. In this way, our soul will be filled with peace despite the greatest temptations and contradictions. We will abandon ourselves into the hands of God's providence. Naturally, we will continue our struggle to improve. We will use the human means available to us in the face of sickness, economic hardship, loneliness. We will remember that even when they were enduring the worst of trials, the lives of the saints were always filled with joy. Divine filiation is also the foundation of Christian fraternity. We have to get into the habit of seeing other people as sons and daughters of God, as brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. We are all called to a supernatural destiny. Based on this realization, we will find it easier to offer assistance to all people we find in need. We will help each one to find the path that leads to our common Father. Our Mother Mary will teach us to savor those words of Psalm 2. These words are directed to each one of us. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen minutes before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Flash.
Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep keep us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. 
day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night, you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep, keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth you drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat, they shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, 
Hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior, who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the first fruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Make our light shine so brightly before men that seeing our good works they may give glory to the Father. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. 
Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, you guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace, ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and spread the good news. Now, make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.